Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. I found that most people are giving their power away and they're not even aware that they're doing it or how frequently it's happening. They also are completely unaware of how much this inhibits their spiritual progress. So today we're going to be talking about what it means to give your power away, what it looks like, and how shifting this pattern so you retain your power is one of the most important steps you can do in your spiritual journey. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration so you can start to begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get started. Dennis? Karen, as I listen to you talk about giving your power away, I'm wondering, why why would I do that? Why would I give my power away? Yeah, that's a really great question because a lot of people don't even realize that they are and how frequently they're doing it. So from the way that I'm going to discuss it, giving our power away is when we put someone's authority or someone's word at a greater level of importance than our own knowingness or intuition. Okay, so we elevate them above ourselves. So, and we don't seek advice from someone else, for example. So that's a very broad definition. So you can do that with any number of people. And so you, I've seen a lot of people do that for example, when they listen to you know gurus or teachers in the spiritual realm, if they seek advice from shamans or mediums or whatnot, they'll put that advice as if it's a higher order of a higher, like more importance than their own knowingness or intuition, even if they feel like oh something's wrong. So they've given their power, their authority away to the other person without questioning it. So they just do whatever the person says to do without thinking about it too much or feeling into whether or not it resonates with them. That's what I mean by giving your power away. And people will do it in little, even little acts, like when you create an altar. You know, a lot of people in the spiritual movement, they'll create an altar for their sacred things. They'll put crystals on it or, you know, sage or whatever it is they want. And then they'll put certain things on it. They'll put imagery on it of, you know, certain ascended masters or living gurus or whatever. And so they've elevated all these people on the altar and they, they all put themselves on it. So by, and so implicitly, they're saying that which is on the altar is sacred and I'm not on that altar. So therefore, I'm less sacred than that thing, those things. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the altar is an elevation. It's a yeah. physical analogy for um, the things that are yeah. sacred. And if you're not on it, then by um, extension, you are not as worthy or not as important as those that are considered sacred. Does that make sense? Could, could that yeah. also happen in other relationships? Oh, totally. Uh, for example, just like... Uh, Intimate partnerships, absolutely. Or a boss? Yeah. Or a friend? Yeah, a or... friend, a doctor, someone that you're learning from. Yeah. Yeah, anyone. It happens all the time. It like happens often with friends. Or in intimate partners, like the one will always decide for the other. And it also, it gets a little wonky because when that starts to happen, there's also things coming in in terms of, you know, control and abuse patterns and that type of thing on frequency level. And that's why that starts to happen. And then one person who's the victim, let's just call it that, or the abused person tends to give power away to the person who is abusing Right? So yeah. that's that dynamic there. So it can happen, and it doesn't need to be an abuse relationship for that to happen. It can just be where one has more, let's say, uh, 
is stronger in terms of personality, they'll the other will just subsume their own personality in order to please or to order you know to whatever mm -hmm. to find be loved, validated, whatever from that other person, and therefore will give their power to the other. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it creates this tailspin of unworthiness in the person who does give away their power. Yeah. yeah. You know what I was thinking about as you were saying that is how how could I check myself mm -hmm. to see if if this is what I'm doing mm -hmm. and uh, is is the key to that maybe stepping back and just becoming aware of my actions? Yeah. So what I would say about that is to uh, uh, a practice that I call holding your space on spirit level. So, okay, I'm going to go a little abstract. So uh, imagine you're a physical body and then imagine around your physical body a sphere, an arm's length all around you. That's your spirit body. Your spirit body creates the frequencies that are your physical body. Okay, so your physical body is a reflection of your spirit body. Okay, so a lot of people, when they give their power away, it's their, their let me back up again, the sphere of a spirit body that's healthy and strong is smooth. It, uh, when I perceive it, it's almost, it looks almost solid. It's not, it's of light, but it looks almost solid and has almost like a wall to it. But it's very, 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 very smooth and intact. Okay, there's no holes in it. A lot of times when we give our power away, people who are addicted to giving their power away because they want to be saved or they just have these patterns running through them, um, what will happen is the walls of the sphere of their spirit body will look like a very loose weave of cloth. Have you ever seen like linen or something where you can yeah. see the weave of, of the cloth? Yeah. It's kind of dispersed and you can see yeah. holes in it. Yeah. That's what it will look like to me. Okay. So you, when, if somebody comes to you mm -hmm. and you're working with them, mm -hmm. you can actually get a sense mm -hmm. of kind of their level of giving their power away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can see that they've kind of depleted Yes. Themselves. Yeah, and it's not even some people deplete themselves. Some people just have this this these holes and what will happen is not only will they so some people deplete themselves because their energy leaks out, okay? What can also happen is things can come in. <laughs> so people will dump their stuff on them, they'll put their emotional garbage into them, things will hook into them, like entities and dead people or whatnot. So all that can happen when you have this very loose weave around you. Or um, people that are predatory who want to take energy from you, such as, you know, they, ma they sometimes show up as people with authority, right? So like a boss figure or even like someone in the spirit realm, like a teacher or a you know, somebody who proclaims to be a healer, they will come in that way. It even happens, um, so when you have this loose weave, people can come in and hook into you. So when you become, when I, what I call holding your space, as you become more internally strong, because you clear the distortion patterns, what happens is this, the walls of your spirit body become more intact, more um, like full and like I said, more smooth, like like almost like like very 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 smooth. There's no there's no crack. There's nothing to come into and there's nothing to leak out of. Does that make sense? It's yeah. you are. So what happens then as a result is it's just you, inside the sphere of your spirit body. So this is the space for just you, you, your higher self, connection to your source. That is it. No one else inside this space. Just you. So it doesn't mean that you can't have warm, loving, very close relationships. There's no need for another person to be inside this sphere with you. Okay. A lot of people think, okay, well, in order to be close and intimate with someone, I have to have this like merging happen. You don't. 
In fact, it's healthier if you're each separate and individual and strong on your own and intact in your own spirit bodies. And when you come together, you can't like sexually, you can merge and that will elevate both of you if you're of a higher, high enough resonation, which we talked about in a different episode. But it is not good at all for anyone to be within the sphere other than you, really. Just you, your higher self, connection to a pure source. That's it. End of story. End of story. Yeah. So I've got to think about that for a little bit. So, you know, where I went to, mm -hmm. as soon as you said, you know, this is end of story, mm -hmm. that you within yourself and all that, mm -hmm. I thought, oh boy, that's a very cold, isolated, lonely world. Yeah, not at all. So no, you don't have to be lonely or isolated at all. So it sounds like it, but it's not. So when you have this space, it sounds like you're being isolated. You can actually have an extraordinary amount of intimacy with somebody and still have your own space because this is about your connection to your own, your own higher self, pure source, which has to do with you alone. Everyone else, by the way, is kind of an illusion. They're in your reality, but they're not, they don't need to be in your space per se. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it sounds like you have to be isolated. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that you need to maintain your space on spirit perspective because if not, people can come into you in a way that's unhealthy. Does that make sense? It's encroaching. It's an encroachment. Yeah. It's too close. So this space is really reserved for you and, like I said, higher self and pure source alone. So um, you were going to ask another question. You know, well, what I was thinking about is, so basically, if as I move and evolve and awake toward this sacred space mm -hmm. where I am connected with divine mm -hmm. and I've established that. Mm -hmm. I have the ability to move through all different kinds of relationships and worlds and activities and, Absolutely. and enjoy life completely. And, and from yeah, and from a stronger perspective. And exactly. you actually are gonna have more magnetic pull. Yeah. Because you're so clear and bright and complete in and of yourself. And most people aren't like that. So yeah. all of a sudden, they're going to become very attracted to you. So in fact, you're going to have more pull to more people than otherwise. Yeah. And so when to go back to not giving your power away. So you want to keep this intact. You don't want to open this to anyone else because then they, it's an, like I said, it's a... Um, it's a violation. It's like they come into your space, into your essence in a way that is not required, in a way that's more invasive and pulls things away from you. So when you are in a relationship with whomever it is, whether it's an intimate partner, a teacher, even someone that you're learning from, like online, it doesn't really matter, or even a doctor, for example, you to not give your power away, to answer your original question from a while ago, it's just like, okay, Am I giving this more authority than my own feeling, my own instinct, my own intuition? Should I get a second opinion here? A lot of us are afraid to get a second opinion, right? So we hear whatever we hear from a doctor and we think that's the end all be all. But get a second opinion if it doesn't quite resonate with you. And I don't mean from a place of like stubbornness, like I'm trying to make this not so, but really like, well, that doesn't seem quite right to me. I think I'm going to get a second opinion. And that's okay. Or even anything I say, just like, does that resonate with me? Yes, no, maybe. I don't like, so check, right? Ask the question, does this feel true to me? If you're doing that, then you're holding your power, you're holding your space because you're not giving someone else authority over you, right? Like some people ask me questions like, um, how do I, um, what should I do here? What do I, you know what I mean? They always ask, is it okay for me to do this? And I'm like, well, how does it feel to you? 
You know what I mean? And I'm not saying it's bad to ask for counsel from others, but when they ask that question, they're asking me to answer it for them. Do you see what I'm saying? As if I'm the authority for them. So it's one thing to consider, right? Obviously, it's wise to take counsel sometimes and consider other opinions, but to weight it appropriately as opposed to above yourself. Does that make sense? There's a bit of a distinction there. Could could I circle back? Please. To um, because earlier you said that you do have the ability mm-hmm. to pick up on the fact that when you're working with someone, mm-hmm. you can see whether it's tethered or whether it's smooth. Mm-hmm. And if if someone comes to you mm-hmm. and they truly have given their power away, mm-hmm. maybe their whole life, mm-hmm. and so you can just see this. Mm-hmm. Is there something you can do to help them? Yeah, because it's releasing distortion patterns around control, usually. So around control, around being controlled, about abuse. There's a whole bunch of lineage patterns, usually. There's stuff from religion. There's a whole bunch of stuff. All of this is around distortion. Like, you have to move from the frequency level because that's usually the source of the issue in terms of giving power away. Yeah. So usually that is a reflection of the distortion patterns around you. Once you clear the distortion patterns around you, then you no longer have a need to give your power away. In fact, it will annoy you when people try to step into your authority, like where you have dominion. Does that make sense? Like they try to tell you what to do, for example. It will just irritate, you're like, no, 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 you don't get to do that. Now, you don't have to be a jerk about how you say that. You can hold your own space firmly and be polite, and you can still hold your space. Does that make sense? In the sense of you don't allow someone to push into you to tell you what to do or to try to control your behavior or manipulate you. So... I, you'll be shocked, but I've got another question. Okay, great. <laughs> I love your question. So, so I'm, I'm curious, is this a progressive thing? So yeah. I came to you, and mm-hmm. I, I had you know, basically given myself away, mm-hmm. you know, my power away. Mm-hmm. And you saw that. You were able to help me, and we, were, you know, we started releasing these mm-hmm. distortions. So a month later, I come back to you. Can you can you see the progress that's being made as, yes. as somebody works through this? Yes, absolutely, okay. you can. Right. And it's funny because sometimes people who have this pattern of giving their power away will ask me after a session, "When can when should I schedule another session with you? When would you t- when is a good time for me to schedule a session with you?" And I often will tell, especially those people, I'm not going to answer that question because it's for you to determine when you feel you want to have a session. So when I see that that person has they that, take their power back, take their power back and I will not I'll, allow I'll you to, exactly, exactly, because I'm not going to fall into that pattern. We've just deleted it, right? Yeah. So you need to now establish when you're going to move in. And it's not because I don't want to, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, yeah. it's just yeah. start for them to practice. Oh yeah, that's right. I do have my own inner authority. I do know instinctively when I want to have another yeah. session with her. So even that little, um, that little moment of decision is something like, oh, wow, I didn't know what I was doing then. It like snaps. It's a pattern interrupt. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you know intuitively. You will know intuitively when you want to do something or when you really don't want to do something. And the thing is, there's so much nicety in our um, culture about, you know, what's polite, what's impolite. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, right? And so all that stuff, okay, comes into play as well. So... What I would say with regards to that is when you have a strong no, you can say no without being a jerk, but keep it firm, yeah. right? It's like, this is not appropriate for me at this moment. So, no. And 
you don't have to apologize. There's a lot of apologizing happening sometimes. It's just like it's a no, and you can be nice about it, but firm. So I think it's because we all get concerned, and we also make a lot of assumptions often about what the other person is feeling. You have no idea, actually, what the other person feels, senses, or aware of, often, right, for most of us. You just think that they, and that's informed by your own distortions of the way that you are conditioned, yes? But it's not necessarily the way it is. So instead of being all concerned about what everyone else is feeling, it's sometimes helpful to be like, okay, I'm paying attention to myself. I feel like this is a yes or a no for me. It's against this particular grain. So I'm going to politely and firmly assert my authority here. So. Well, uh, I have never given so much thought to giving my power away, but this has been very beneficial. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration on not giving it all away. And actually it should be called not giving your power away. So first, please become aware of your body its general position in the room that you're in and also your surroundings the quality of the light the ambient noises the smells in the air good and now bringing your attention please to your throat space as we take a single breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of five. And then whenever you have finished that five count, at your own time, we're going to release that breath and hold it out for a count of five. Notice the length of count that you chose. Was it super fast because you just want it to be done? Was it long? Just notice. Good. And whilst we're waiting for everyone to complete that breath, for those of us who have completed it, bringing your attention to your xiphoid process at the base of your sternum. 
So your sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. And when it goes from bone to flesh, that fleshy point, when you press on it, it's a bit tender. That's your xiphoid process. So just keeping your attention on this spot, breathing normally. And whilst we're waiting for the mastermind to gel, for those of you who are new, please note that I am working on you at the group and subgroup level, and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply or yawn, even though I'm not tired, or hum. And that's just how I remove the distortion patterns at this time. And I'm working more and more in silence. So if you don't hear me making any noise, I'm still working on you. I'm just working at a higher frequency level. Yep. And as another note, if I say something that resonates, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you react strongly against, like it couldn't possibly be you, it's likely yours. So I encourage you to be open and to examine that resistance, should you have it. Good. Now that the mastermind has gelled, continuing to keep your focus on that xiphoid process. As we ask ourselves the following question, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. Yeah. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the very center of your body. And now, please become aware of, imagine, or notice that at the very center of this space is a brilliance that begins to intensify because you have your attention on it. And please note that brilliance doesn't necessarily mean light. It could also be a blackness that is shimmery or a tingling. So as this brilliance intensifies, please imagine it expanding outwards through your cells, through your organs, through your bone structure, out through your flesh, 
through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. As you keep your attention on this brilliance within the sphere, it intensifies so much that the sphere begins to shake or oscillate from side to side. Yeah. And now, please imagine or become aware of the space around the sphere. And as you keep your attention on the space around the sphere, I'm working at source level to increase your frequency vibration. And now bringing your attention, please, to your solar plexus, between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Yeah. So the first distortion pattern that we're going to remove is that of um, low self-worth or non-deserving of your own mm, like inner compass okay or your own truth all right so let's remove this i know it sounds weird because it's your own but yeah that's the distortion pattern so let's remove this. And because this is here, you don't value your own inner compass or knowingness. You value external more highly. So let's remove this.
if you bring your attention, please, between your belly button and the hollow of your throat in a straight line. All right. So this is a distortion pattern of confusion or lack of discernment. Okay. And you can't tell because for some of you, your knowingness, you don't trust your instinct or your intuition. So therefore you get confused and you can't quite tell what you should be listening or to or should not be listening to and who's right and who's wrong and what's real and what's not and what's BS really and what's real. Okay. So this is this distortion pattern with regards to this confusion. which is fundamentally intertwined with a second distortion pattern of lack of trust in self. So you trust someone else more than you trust yourself. So let's remove um, this at the same time as the other ones since they're intertwined. Good. And now bringing your attention, please, to your lower belly between your pubic bone and your belly button. Okay. So these are, again, two intertwining patterns. One is, um, well, it depends if you, what subgroup you're in. But in a large subgroup of you, you just want to be saved. You just want someone to come in and save you. And you don't want to have to think too much or question. You just want to be saved. Okay, so I'm not saying it's all of you, it's just a subgroup of you. And then there's a larger subgroup where it's fear of missing out. So if you don't listen to some other authority, then perhaps, oh, you'll miss out on something. And then, of course, intertwined with this is the fear of making a mistake. Okay, so um, those two things are bundled together. So that's the much larger subgroup. Um, and then the second subgroup has to do with the saving thing. So whatever subgroup you're in, I'm going to work on both at the same time. 
you're good. It's now becoming aware of your sternum. And if you could imagine putting your fist over your sternum, so that whole, like if you put your fist in the center of your sternum, that whole area, okay, underneath your fist. And I mean above your heart space, okay, so in the center of your upper ribs. So if you put your fist over your sternum in your upper ribs between your heart space and your collarbone, that space underneath your fist, okay? If it's not exactly specific, it's totally fine. Just this general area, area. So this has to do with um, two things. One is giving you distance from information that you receive. So meaning that you have space from the potential emotional impact of wanting to know more. Okay. And then... being able to retain that distance so that you can question even though you might hunger to yearn more to know more okay so maintaining this space between you and whoever else you feel is a, an authority so that you can assess more clearly or feel more clearly whether what they're sharing with you resonates with you. Now, it may be that it's simply just their truth, which is fine, and creating this other, uh, or removing this other distortion pattern so that you can sense the difference between their truth and what is true for you. Okay? So all that combined in that space, in that upper ribcage area. And now bring your attention, please, from your belly button all the way up to the hollow of your throat in the center line, as if you were drawing a line directly between these two points. Okay, so this is um, the distortion pattern of being susceptible to external control or manipulation. Okay, so whether it be from friends or family or culture or religion or celebrities, whichever. 
Okay, so helping you with this. good in this same space um, helping to remove this distortion pattern which is a lack of discernment between like passion and truth so some people get really caught up in the energetic or the passion of the person speaking and they that's what they perceive and not actually the truth of what the person's saying so increasing so removing this distortion pattern so you can increase your discernment all right it can be very easy to fool people in this way. So removing this for you. Keeping your attention on the center channel. Bring your attention, please, to your xiphoid process and about three inches directly beneath it, integrating your pain body. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com 
for more targeted support.